Welcome to Eat This Bread, Drink This Cup. The title of the meditation today is The End of the Road. I read from Romans chapter 10, verses 1 through 4. All quotations are from the English Standard Version and are used with permission. Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For, being ignorant of the righteousness of God, and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. The law was given by God on Mount Sinai and delivered by Moses to the Jews. We read in Exodus, Then he, Moses, took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. And they said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do, and we will be obedient. And Moses took the blood and threw it on the people and said, Behold the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you, in accordance with all these words. From that time forward, the Jews had confidence that if they kept the law, they would live. Yet, the law, which was supposed to bring life, brought death instead. They found that no one was able to keep the law perfectly, the standard which God required. If we compare the law to a highway, then everyone who followed it ended up in the same place. The law did not take them to life. Instead, it was a dead end, literally. If they had been looking, they would have seen that God had provided an exit from this highway that led them to Jesus. The righteousness they sought so diligently could now be achieved, not by works, but by faith in Jesus, the Son of God. So it is for anyone who tries to be good enough to be saved. There is no moral code that can save you. I never considered the end of the road as a good thing. Most often, it is the point where you stop, where you have run out of options. God is everywhere, and He is certainly there at the end of the road. If we look for him, we can find him. Today, as we assemble to partake of the bread and drink from the cup, we thank God that we found Jesus. He suffered the penalty for our sins, death, that we might live and live with him for eternity. Let us pray. Abba, Father, today we bless and set aside this bread and the fruit of the vine in this cup to remember your Son, Jesus. We know that the bread represents his body that was nailed to the cross, and the fruit of the vine represents his blood that he shed for us. As we pour out the wine from the cup, we are reminded of how Jesus poured out his own blood that our sins might be forgiven. Thank you, Abba, Father, that you gave us the law, for it identifies you and instructs us how we should love you and our neighbor. You knew our flesh was weak, 
and we would be unable to abide by your law. We would sin against you and die. Thank you, Abba, Father, that you sent your Son to meet the requirements of the law, that our sins might be forgiven through faith in your Son, Jesus, and live. As we partake of the bread and drink from the cup, we remember your Son, Jesus, and the price he paid for our redemption. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Today, Jesus invites you to partake of the Lord's Supper. I read from Matthew chapter 26, verses 26 through 28. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Let us partake of the bread. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Let us partake of the cup. And the assembly of believers said, Amen. Until next time, from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.